Welcome to Essential Change, the podcast. My name is Richard Jones. I'm an RN with over 30 years of nursing experience. I'm a certified life coach and a health coach. For those who struggle with chronic self-destructive behavior, detrimental procrastination in healthcare treatment, or are in dangerous relapse situations, an approach to essential change must be immediate, practical, and supportive. A better approach must take a leave-no-one-behind attitude. It must intend to deliver life-altering, even life-saving results, and it must be financially ethical and guaranteed results. This podcast is dedicated to those that need essential change, their families, their support systems. It's also dedicated to the healthcare practitioners, the social service professionals, those in law enforcement corrections, and all those who seek to help those in the struggle to better their lives. I want to talk to you today about life management, uh, something we practice here at Second Starts. Uh, I uh, can describe it as a style of assisted self-help that positions the individual as his or her own authority figure, and it provides continuous clarification of direction and purpose. Okay, now that I've said that, uh, what does that mean? So I want to break that down in basically three parts. Uh, the first part, assisted self-help, uh, that's the action of providing cues for evaluation planning and action, and the regulation of the accountability mechanisms. Now, the queuing is a function of what we call, uh, I don't know if anybody else calls it that, but the consistency variation model. And what we mean by the consistency variation model is that we constantly and persistently confront barriers and and we promote actions uh, from various angles as it pertains to the timing, the modes of communication and platforms that we use. We find that when using this type of model, it really is difficult or makes it more difficult to procrastinate because the ability to anticipate is diminished. And without that anticipation, it's pretty hard to think about what you're not going to do when you're not exactly sure of when you're going to be tasked to do it. When a person is having problem managing their life processes, when you can consistently have them act quickly, a getting rid of the dread and foreboding that that helps a lot to diminish the the ability to procrastinate. The second part we want to deal with is the authority figure role. Uh, most people outside of natural born entrepreneurs uh, require or perceive that they require an authority figure as a source of direction or as a source of blame. So let's repeat repeat that. A source of direction or a source of blame. In other words, of responsibility shifting. As people, we're usually accustomed to three types of authority figure roles. Uh, at least we've been socialized toward three types. Uh, the first one is the, we call it the parent or teacher type role. And a lot of times these are developed in early years, normalized in early years. We realize that the people in this group, um, we are to trust. They are there for our protection, there for our education. And really not trusting the teacher or the parent group is actually taboo. So a lot of times this group is probably one of your most trusted groups as learned very early in life. The next group we recognize for our purposes in the life management is the employer role. This is uh, best described as an allegiance. 
as we can tell, it prompts people to do things and go places for 20 years that they say they dislike. Uh, they a lot of times end up accepting instruction and discipline from people that they don't respect. And we look closely at it. It's really not just the money. Uh, people actually look for what you might call a keeper, a person or a situation that will take care of them. This person or situation holds an extremely significant role as someone who is therefore taking responsibility for them, keeping them, and uh, another, another source of failure or blame. This is why it's easy to note that people with strong entrepreneurial spirits see themselves as the authority figure. Therefore, a lot of times when you find a person who has that strong entrepreneurial fiber to them, they, the last thing they're looking for is a regular job. They provide their own source of authority figure. The third uh, type we see here in the authority figure roles is the community or group identity role. This is like law enforcement or our institutions. These roles are also ingrained in us by uh, our youth, our media, and a lot of times this this indoctrination as those things being authority figures help to keep law and order uh, basically in our society. The downside to that is these institutions also cause uh, a series of dependence and a source of blame for people who aren't doing well because they also think that these institutions or governments are to take care of them. And this also takes away from one's personal authority and greatly interrupts the authority role. So in life management, um, changing the authority role is vital, and not just for a sake of responsibility, but also to enjoy success. When someone else, a person or an institution is serving as one's authority figure, it's impossible them for, to fully enjoy their success. So life management systems make the individual the subject of his or her own uh, authority, and this is a must. And so we constantly work on that all the time. So that kind of uh, explains the first two uh, parts of our definition of life management. We've taken care of the assisted help. Uh, we just went over the authority figure. Uh, and provides continual clarification of direction and purpose. So that being our third part of the life management system, the definition is clarification of direction and purpose. We find that for our purposes in life management, um, being very specific about direction and purpose is only secondary to actually having them. We like to think of it as like having the gun pointed because once you establish an individual and begin to establish that individual as their own authority figure, the gun is loaded, sort of, sort of said. The gun is loaded. So once you do that, you must immediately start applying clarification to direction. Because once a person starts to understand that they are in charge and they start to get that, it's just it's just like a weapon. So you got to be careful where you point it because it's definitely going to go off. Uh, clarification of direction and purpose comes in three parts. First, evaluation. Along with more self-awareness as yourself as the authority figure comes evaluation, long-term, short-term, and immediate. And that's necessary to compare your actions and results to the direction that you had set forth. And the evaluation process is also used basically as a steering mechanism. 
Now, planning is needed to provide a framework for your actions. Because when you look at it, those who are considered successful, they're either naturally better at organization or they work at it. But one way or another, they have to do it. And that makes it a must uh, with our life management systems. And the last part is execution. Obviously, anyone who desires a change, an essential change, has to actually do differently. It, it, can, it can and does start with thinking, but it has to end with doing. Now, life management has a very simple, simple premise. And the premise is this. If you take a look at any successful life, play it slowly in reverse. All you ever really see is a number of positive evaluations, plans, and actions. And period, that's it. When you play the successful life in adverse, possible evaluations and decisions, planning, actions, and execution. So what life management is really doing is sort of identify, identifying the driver, slowing the, slowing the course down with a map, and watching each and every stop and paying attention to the direction and the destination. It's, it's really simple. Okay, evaluation, planning, action, execution. Easier said than done, no doubt. Actually, way easier said than done. A billion-dollar-a-year coaching industry promises it. Yada, yada, yada. But what do we do to make it more accessible to those who require essential change, those whose health, safety, and well-being depend on it? And what we do in life management is we add fuel and sort of fuel and vitamins to that process of evaluation, planning, and actions, and execution. Uh, to strengthen this process, we use queuing, and we use that in our previously talked about consistency, consistency, excuse me, consistency and variation model. Um, I could edit it out, but I won't. Uh, this is done by establishing an, an algorithm that is shaped by the client's responses to every exercise, every question, and result. Uh, so with this queuing, the same evaluation, planning, and execution is emphasized daily, but it's delivered in multiple formats, multiple forms of communication, multiple platforms, uh, multiple uh, times of day. This is constant. The goal here is to uh, maintain a complete understanding of direction and destination and at the same time remove the predictability of application. And this greatly reduces the ability to procrastinate or dread any actions. Life management also goes very deep into uh, leverage points. Uh, a, each person uh, has very individual leverage points, but B, leverage points are not static. Life management evaluates and reevaluates leverage points with a strong emphasis on the consistency variation model. In other words, you can't take for granted what a person's leverage is on a day-to-day, time-to-time basis, and that is the problem with a lot of models. Making assumptions about leverage points uh, is what brings about a lot of procrastination. People try to assume when someone tells you what their problem is and why they don't want to do a thing. If you think that that's the problem all the time, it will never work. You have to constantly, constantly evaluate leverage points. And this is a staple in our uh, life management system. 
And lastly, accountability, uh, providing a strong association with leverage, leverage points and the individual support system is extremely important. And so the bottom line here is that uh, life management and uh, leverage-based conditioning models work pretty well, even with the moderately motivated clients. Uh, and results and feedback are daily and immediate. So that's the good part, too. So if we have any practitioners out there that are looking to work with some of their clients and use some of these uh, life management-based principles, just you know, go to my website, get on my counter, give me a call. We can talk about it. I'd like to help out. I've used this analogy with a couple of my clients and their support groups. It's similar to driving a stick shift versus an automatic. Uh, you do drive with an automatic, but with a stick shift, once you become the authority figure, you get a little bit more feel for the road, feel for the car. And once you get that feeling, you never want to give it up. Uh, so changing who the authority figure is for those who need essential change and following the uh, principles of life management seems to be, in our opinion, essential. Well, that wraps it up for this episode of Essential Change, the podcast. Check us out at secondstarts.com, spelled with the number two, for show notes and updates on guests or follow-up information. I'll really appreciate it if you could take a moment and give us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And please consider sharing this show with anyone who suffers with detrimental procrastination, poor medical treatment adherence, chronic self-destructive behavior, dangerous relapse, or self-esteem-related failures, and also share with helping professionals such as medical practitioners, correctional and law enforcement, and social service professionals, or anyone who cares. Again, thank you for listening. Let's help someone get well, be well, and stay well.